Hey, hey, so good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm actually just going to hold this thing because it's really just annoying me. How's everyone this morning? Are we all good? Yay. Uh, we're so excited to be here in front of you, wonderful, good-looking people. Um, we really do have a good-looking bunch of people in our church. Uh, most of all, uh, my beautiful wife, Lee. Would you not agree that she is the most beautiful out of them all? Yes. Brownie points, brownie points. Um, so this morning um, we are launching a new series, as Joe said, Battle Ready. And um, yeah, I must say, I, I kind of just been preparing over these last couple of weeks and, and still really not sure exactly what God is going to do. But what I do feel what He is going to do is He's going um, to break something open over your lives. He's going to cause a stirring, an awakening again this morning. So as I'm talking, I don't want you just to sit here and just listen to the words that I'm saying, but I really want you to trust that God's going to do something in your hearts. He's going to shift something uh, in your heart and in your mind and cause you uh, to re-look at certain things um, again afresh, um, be stirred again afresh to the things of the Spirit. Amen? Let's just pray. Why don't you bow your heads with me? Father, I thank you for this amazing opportunity that we can come before you, that we can, that we can look into this, Father. We thank you that you did it all on the cross for us, God, that you won the battle for us, that you paid the ultimate price, that you rose again from the dead, Father. And God, we, we come and we humbly come before you. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would just move right now, that you would touch hearts, that you would cause something to shift in the spirit. You would cause something to shift in this region, in this city, in this nation, in Jesus' name, Father. And God, I thank you that you would help us. Thank you that you want to use us, Lord. And God, we ask that you would help us to do that, God. Shift something in our hearts this morning, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. So just very quickly, just want to recap. So our theme for 2020 is make the circle bigger. And so we are going to look at a couple of things. We have our little hula hoops as our little demonstration. Who's done that thing as a kid? That little spinny spinny. Let's see if I've still got it. Yes. Yes. All the way back to when I was five. And um, so make the circle bigger. We're really trusting God that he's going to do just amazing things. And... Um, He's going to touch hearts through this. We're also looking at um, the prayer of Jabez, that he would enlarge our territory. And um, that he, let's just read that actually. Uh, let's go to 1 Chronicles uh, 4 verse 10. Jabez cried out, God of Israel, oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I'll be free from pain. And we really trust in God that he... Um, he would enlarge our, our territory, that he would uh, enable us to take ground, not just spiritually, but also physically, amen, so that we can be a blessing to other people, so that we can include people in, so that we can take ground for him. And I believe um, that there's something shifting, there's something stirring, just talking with some of the other ministers of other churches in this valley, we get together on a monthly basis and we pray together and we talk and we look at doing things together, and we really just come into a place of unity together. And it's an amazing, amazing space. And they're all saying the same thing. 
God is doing something. He's an awakening something. He's stirring something again. There's something that is happening in this region, in this area. And um, I believe our church is, is not a church that is just maintaining, that is just settling. But it's a church that is, that is taking ground, that is stepping out into what God has for us. Amen? That we can take, take territory, that we can take ground in the Spirit. And um, I really believe that, that something is going to shift and that, that we are a people and we're going we're to be moving more into that. So why, why do we want to do that? Why do we, we want to enlarge our territory? Why do we want to take ground? Well, I think it's, it's also a sign for, for the unbelievers. It's a sign when people see that something is happening, that God is doing something, that, there is, um, that there's finance, that there's things being built, that there's physical properties being built. When there's, there's things that are happening in our lives, it's a sign for unbelievers that they will look at that and go, there's something different about that person. Something has changed in that person's life. What is it? There's nothing that they have done. They have drawn closer to God, and God is doing it. And it's a sign for unbelievers. And um, I truly believe that as we go in this next time, if you will give your all, your all to Him, that He is going to do something in your life that is going to change and be a sign for unbelievers. And um, so as we're doing that, the, the enemy... Uh, the enemy comes and tries to deceive us, and he tries to throw us off our rhythms. We did a wonderful series on rhythms. Who enjoyed that series? Wasn't it just great, again, just to kind of challenge us in areas of our lives? And the enemy comes, and he wants to throw us off that rhythm that we have. And uh, he wants to do anything. He wants to come and deceive us. He wants to come and distract us. He wants to get us fighting against different people. And I just want to try and illustrate something. Um, if you can see me here in the old darkness. So, as we're all over here, we all right? Murray, can you see me? Thank you. And uh, so here's our little illustration. Can you see? So here's our love God, love his people, live life, advance his kingdom. Yes? Keeping the main thing, the main thing. This is the main thing that we're going to do this year. We're going to love God. We're going to love his people. We're going to live life, and we're going to advance the kingdom. And as we do that, as we make the circle bigger in these areas, yes? As we try and advance his kingdom, what's going to happen? The enemy is going to come and try and deceive. The enemy is going to come in because he doesn't want that to happen. He's going to come and try and distract things. He's going to tr come and try and throw you off your rhythm that you have got, that godly rhythm that God is giving you. And uh, so as we, as we go out, as we make the circle bigger, as we as we're standing, talking to friends, people when we're dropping our kids off at school, as you're standing around having a coffee at work, as you, wherever you are, in the gym uh, with Rudy at 5.30 in the morning, uh, making him hurt you at the grid class, and he enlarging your circle that is there, the enemy is going to come and try and distract you, and we need to be aware of his plans and his devices. Yes? And so this morning, I just want to look at a couple of things. And so maybe you're sitting here in church, um, you're new to church, uh, maybe you, you, know, you haven't even made a decision to follow us yet, and we're talking about the enemy, or we're talking about spiritual warfare, we're talking all of these kind of things, and you're going, what's happening? What is, what is all this weirdness and, and weird stuff that is going on? I just want to read a couple of scriptures to you this morning. So if we can pop those. Uh, so Revelation 12, verse 7 to 11. And there was a war in heaven, Michael and his angels waging war with the dragon. The dragon and his angels waged war, and they were 
not strong, and there was no longer a place found for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, the serpent of old, who is called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. You go to the next slide. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of God and the authority of Christ has come. For the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down. He who accuses them before our God day and night, and they overcame him because of, of the blood of the Lamb and because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life even when they faced death. There is a war that is waging. Let's look at 1 Peter 5, verse 8 and 9. Be of sober spirit. Be on the alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. But resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same experiences of suffering and of being, of being accomplished by the brethren who are in the world. Second Corinthians. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not wage war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of the fortress. Next one, please. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you'll be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up your full armor of God so that you'll be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. We've got another one, or is that it? One more. The one who's coming is in accord with the activity of Satan, with all power of signs and false wonders, and with all the deception of wickedness for those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth so as to be saved. All of these things, we are living in a world where the enemy wants to come and deceive we are living in a place where there is a spiritual battle that is going on right now. If you are new to church, this is happening, whether, you are, whether you're aware of it or not. And I believe this morning, God wants to awaken something. He wants to stir something again. He wants to stir something afresh that we can step into this, that we can begin to take ground for Him. That we don't just live our lives as if it was not happening. Nudge your neighbor quickly and say, it is happening. I believe that God is calling us to be battle ready this morning. I believe he's calling us to a new place to step into what he has for us so that we can take ground for him. Amen? And so this morning, I really believe that it's going to be more of, uh, more of an impartation, more of something that we want to do. So I, I want to pray for some people at the end. Um, Allow God some space to impart, to, to awaken something. So I've asked our wonderful team just to stay up. So if it's okay with you, I'm just going to have a little bit of music in the background. Is that okay? Let God just wash over you this morning. Let him challenge you on certain things in your life. And so as we're looking into this, I really was just challenged myself again to look at that that place of where are we fighting from? So we are in a battle, yes? We've read the scriptures, you can see what happened. We are, in a, we are fighting a battle, battle in the spirit. And again, I was just challenged to, to see what position am I fighting from? Are we fighting from a, a, a place of defeat or are we fighting from a place of victory? 
where God has already won it. That is such an important mindset to have. Are we fighting from a position of knowing whose we are, that we are children of the Most High God? Because otherwise we go into these day-to-day things. We go into living life, loving God, trying to advance the kingdom. But we have this defeatist. We have a defeated attitude straight away before we go in. Who's read the end of the Bible? You know that story. You know that little illustration. We win at the end. God has won. He has conquered all. And we need to stand in that. We need to move in what He has for us now. We need to be battle ready. We need to be aware of the enemy's devices and how he wants to come and deceive us. And so this morning, I just want to, uh, I want to look at a passage out of 1 Samuel. Um, and I'm just going to try and pull some, some kind of points um, out of that as we go. And um, I'm really just trusting God that he's going, to, he's going to speak to you. That as I speak, that something is just going to spark in your life around how the enemy maybe has been deceiving you, how he's been coming in and and saying things um, that you're not good enough, that you can't do these type of things, that you could never do anything, you could never advance God's kingdom. And so this morning I pray, Father, won't you just speak to us? Won't you stir something in our hearts, God? Won't you let us re-look at these things from your perspective, Father, from the perspective of that we have already won the battle, Father? God, that we are your children, Father, and we fight out of that place of victory. So, so um, the story of, of 1 Samuel, one of the greatest battles ever. I think the kids' church are also talking about it this morning. David v. Goliath. The big fight. The ultimate battle. Who knows that story? Who's heard that story? Give me a little wave of your paw. So we've heard that many times. We've heard it in Sunday school. We've heard it all around. And so kind of the backstory of it is that uh, David's father, Jesse, sends uh, David, the youngest, out and says, take some food and some bread and all kinds of stuff to, to your brothers. Go and find out that they're okay. Yes, you all know the story. And uh, so he goes there and he arrives. And he arrives to what? He arrives to the sound of Goliath, a Philistine, shouting out, uh, and saying, who is this God of Israel? Who is this God that, that can't do anything? And, and basically just putting down and saying that there's no power. There's nothing there. And so we, I just want to jump in a little bit. And we're talking from the perspective of being battle ready. We're talking about from the perspective of fighting ourselves, fighting the thoughts that we have sometimes, fighting um, things that are in our mind our filter, yes? Sometimes we, we, we filter things as they come in and it's filtered not according to the way that God sees us or the way that God talks about us, but it's how our human understanding, how we filter that. And so the enemy, I think one of his main things that he does is he tries to deceive us. He tries to distract us. He tries to make us fight the wrong battles. He... he he comes at us, and uh, if, if he can deceive us, the, the scripture says he prowls around like a roaring lion, yes? And so one of those main tactics is, is deception. So I want to just look at 1 Samuel 17, and we're going to jump in and read straight from verse 28. 
When Eliab, David's older brother, heard him speaking with the men, he burned with anger at him and asked, Why have you come down here? And with whom did you leave those few sheep in the wilderness? I know how conceited you are and how wicked in your heart, you wicked your heart is. You came down only to watch the battle. Now what have I done, said David? It's kind of like, what have I, what have I done here? Who's got brothers and sisters? Sometimes you're just kind of going, jeepers, what have I done now? You know? I can't even speak. He then turned his position and he asked someone else. One of the points that I want to try and, uh, like I said, I'm just going to read a couple of scriptures here and I want you to just to pull something out that might be applying to your life. One of the key things he does here is that he could have stood there, David, and argued with his brother about something. His brother was burning with anger. Yes? Burning. Someone's having a full go at you. You can stand there or you can recognize that it is the enemy that is just trying to deceive you, that is trying to distract you in a certain area. If David had stood there and fought with his brother for a couple of hours, what would have happened? He would have missed the opportunity to defeat Goliath. He would have missed the opportunity to fight the battle that he really was there to do. Amen? So he turns. He gets into a position, a strong position to fight. Fighting the wrong place, the battle. He turns and he, and he, and he puts his focus onto God. I'm going to look at verse 33. So Saul replied, you're not able to go out against this, Philist- this Philistine and fight him. You're only a young man. Who's ever heard those words? You're only. You can't do that. You're only. Yeah? And so the enemy comes and he tries to deceive us. He comes and he says, you're only too young to do something. You're only, you are too old to do something. Your time has come. You are Retiring, You've done it. You've done all that Christian stuff already. You've done what you've come to do. Well done. Move on. No, no, no. God calls us. He's saying, take ground. Advance my kingdom. Take new ground. Take new territory this morning. You're not too old. You're not too young to do anything for the kingdom of God. Verse 38. Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic, put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened on his sword over his tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to it. What is happening here? Saul tries to put his armor on David. Saul's a massive guy. David wasn't so big. He's trying to fight in someone else's armor. The enemy comes and sometimes tries to get you to fight in a way that you cannot fight. In other, someone else's, you look at someone else and go, I want to be like that. I'm going to fight in that way. I want to be like that. I want to advance God's kingdom in that way. And sometimes we need to just fight battles in our own, in our own way, the way that God has given us to fight. You need to go to God and say, how do I need to address this situation? How do I need, something is happening at work, something is happening wherever you are, And you need to fight that battle. You need to step into that. And sometimes, don't look at what other people do, how how they're fighting it. You need to ask God, give me clear direction. Show me how to fight this battle the way that you have. Verse 45. 
David said to the Philistine, You come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, who you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into, into my hands, and I will strike you down and cut off your head. We need to fight from a position of God's children. We fight in the name of the Lord Almighty. We need to remember where we are fighting from. We're not standing in our own human strength. We are standing and fighting the battles that are coming against us. Who is being challenged? Who is fighting day battles on a daily basis? Gee, that amazing. That's, if that is all of you, then we are doing a great job. I believe there's a lot of people here that are fighting battles daily. That God, you need God to help you in, in, in every area that you're going through. There's things that are flying at you that you don't know if you're Arthur or Martha. You don't know where you're at. You don't know what's happening at work. You don't know, don't know what's happening at home. And the devil wants to come in. The enemy wants to come and deceive you. He wants you to, get to fight the wrong person. He wants you to come in from a position of weakness. When you're standing here, you're standing in the name of the Lord Almighty. You're standing in a place of authority. You're standing and fighting from a place of victory. Verse 55. And Saul watched David going out to meet the Philistine. He said to Abner, commander of the army, Abner, whose son is that young man? Abner replied, as surely as you live, your majesty, I don't know. You need to fight the battle where God gets all the glory, where it's not uh, coming from a place where we fight the battle and that we win and that we receive any of that glory. Amen? We need to be fighting from a place where He receives all the honor and all the glory. Verse 58 says, Whose son are you, young man? Saul asked him. David said, I am the son of your servant Jesse of Bethlehem. Can you see what David does here? He honors his father. He comes in and he says, at first he was, they were asking, whose son are you? In other words, he's not a nobody, but he wasn't giving, getting all of the glory. He was giving it all back to God. Then he comes in and he says, I am the son. We are God's children. We are the sons of the Almighty. When we, when we fight out of a place of this, of honor, that we honor our Father, there is great power in that. Amen? Why don't you just close your eyes, just with me. Yeah, Father, I ask that you just move right now on hearts. Father, I thank you that as we face our daily challenges, as we face battles, Lord, on a daily basis, no matter where we find ourselves, Father, that we would put our focus on you, that we would remember whose we are, Lord. Father, that we would not be deceived, we would not fight the wrong battles. God, we ask that, I ask that you would give us the ability to realize what we should be fighting, when we should be turning, and when we should be putting our focus on you and walking away from certain battles, certain things that are coming at us, Lord.
Father, I pray that we can give you all the honor, that when we, we come through it on the other side, Father, that your name would be glorified, Father, that people would only see your name, Father, that we would be able to honor you, Jesus. Father, I ask that you would, you would help us this morning, Father, that you would cause something just to spark in our lives, that we would be battle ready, that we would take ground for your kingdom, Father. You would help us to enlarge our capacity, Lord, to enlarge our territory, Father. God, stir something in our hearts this morning, Lord. Why don't you just open your hands up just to receive this morning. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would come right now. Come and touch hearts. Come and move, Jesus. Come and awaken something. Come and stir something for your kingdom, Father. Yeah, this morning I really want to encourage you. You know, we can we can have a mindset of we can live our lives and we can either be aware of what is going on and we can choose to ignore it or we can say, Father, I want to be in that perfect place where you have me. I want to be battle ready. I want to fight those things that come across me when we have to fight ourselves, when the enemy comes and attacks us. But Father, I want to be in a place that we can take ground, that we can advance your kingdom, Father. In this area, in this valley, Lord, in this city, Lord, in these surrounding areas, Father, that we can stand in the gap for Ocean View, Father. That we can stand in the gap and say, this far and no further, in Jesus' name. That we can let something stir in our hearts again. We can let something stir in our lives that causes us to be battle ready, to step out into what you have for us. To enlarge our territory, Lord. So, Father, this morning I ask that you would move, that you would touch, that you would stir something, that you would awaken something afresh in us, God. Cause us to wake up in you, Father, in the Spirit, Jesus. Not to be passive anymore, Father. But to step into what you have for us, Lord. Father, I ask that we would take it by force, by your force, by your power, through your authority, Jesus that we would step into what you have for us as a church, Father, that we would begin to take ground, Father, in Jesus' name, Father. In Jesus' name, Father. In Jesus' name, Father. In Jesus' name, that you would cause a stirring, an awakening in our hearts, God, where we have been passive for too long, Father. Come and move on our hearts, God. Wake us up in the middle of the night, Father. Let us cry out for people to be saved, Father. Let us call them into your glory. Let, that, let us call them into your presence. Let us call them into your kingdom, Father, in Jesus' name. Put people on our hearts, God, that we can intercede for them, that we can pray for them, that we can call them into your kingdom, Father. Help us to be battle ready, Father. Help us to be ready. Come, Jesus. Come, Jesus, and do it, Lord. Come, Jesus, and do it, Lord. Stir us up afresh in Jesus' name, Father. In Jesus' name.
I just want to do something this morning. You can just open your eyes. I'd love to honor all of our intercessors. Where, where are you, Wendy, and the rest of the intercessors? Lowell, won't you just stand right where you're standing? If you are part of our intercessor team, people that pray for us, won't you just stand? Can you guys make your way down to the front? Is that okay? I want to honor these amazing ladies that have served for years and years and years. Come on, give them a round of applause. Why don't you come and stand here, Lowell? These wonderful ladies have been laying down their life for, for years and years and fighting the enemy on our behalf. Some of you don't even know that in the middle of the night they are praying for us. So we want to honor you this morning. This morning, what I, what I really felt God was, was wanting to do was an impartation. That He wanted to stir something in, in our lives again. So I want to encourage you, if you are sensing a stirring and a, an awakening back to things of the Spirit, if you hear maybe as a young person, and God's just doing something in your life. I'd love it if these wonderful ladies could pray for you, could, could impart something into your life. So I want to encourage you. We're going to, we're going to keep going for a bit. If you're desperate to go out and leave, you're more than welcome. Uh, the service is officially over. Um, I would encourage you to stay, though. I think God's going to do something this morning. So let me encourage you. These wonderful people are going to pray over your lives. They're going to stir something in your life. They're going to impart something. So if you are sitting here and God's doing something, He's, he's calling you back to a place that you know you should be, a place of, of, of waging war in the Spirit, being bad already. I want to encourage you right now, just come out. Just stand, let them pray for you. Come and stand in the front. And God's going to do something in your life this morning, young and old. Come on. If God's causing a stirring in your life this morning, come out. Come, Jesus.